guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So I was just looking through the Liahona magazine of July of 2023. And in the, the magazine each month, they do have some things that correspond with the Come Follow Me, which is a great resource to be able to have for that. And one of the articles is called Our Own Road to Emmaus by Elder Patricio M. Giufra. I hope I'm saying that right. But uh, Elder Giufra uh, gives a wonderful little article that corresponds with a wonderful story here in Luke chapter 24. One of the things he says in this article to kind of start off, he says, have you ever wondered if the Savior is aware of you? Does he know about your struggles and concerns? What would he say to you if you could walk and talk with him? Which again leads to this Luke chapter 24 where you've got two disciples of Jesus Christ. This is three days after he had been crucified. And it says in verse 13 of Luke 24, two individuals who that day went to a village called Emmaus, which was from Jerusalem, about three score furlongs. The footnote says it's about seven and a half miles and they're just talking about what's been going on over the last little bit and verse 15 it came to pass that while they communed together and reasoned Jesus himself drew near and went with them but their eyes were holden the footnote says restrained that they should not know him now as I'm thinking about that I'm like how would you not know Jesus how would you not recognize him at this point in fact we'll talk more about that in a minute I know for me personally there's that and I don't know what it's called but when someone is not where they are supposed to be and you see them it's like this I've bumped into my students many times I'll be at like Walmart or I'll be at a, a sporting event or something like that there and the students will see me but I am not where I am supposed to be so at that moment it's like you're not where you're supposed to be and so you almost don't recognize that person I don't know if I'm the only one who does that but I see them as well and for a minute I'm like I am not sure if that is you or not these individuals to them Jesus was gone he was was dead and so to see a man walking towards them who looked like Jesus but they're like no 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 Jesus is dead this can't be him and so I don't know that's the way I look at this is just that you know that awareness of just where you're at and, and you might not recognize the person because they're not where they are supposed to be he said unto them what manner of communications are these that you have one to another as you walk and are sad he's like you guys look sad what are you guys talking about one of them whose name was Cleopas now if you click on the footnote for Cleopas it takes you back to John 9 19, where you had all of these individuals standing there at the foot of Jesus's cross. There stood on the cross of Jesus, his mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Cleophas, and then Mary Magdalene. And so this Cleopas here had a wife named Mary. And again, these sound like devoted followers of Jesus Christ. Wish I knew more about their backgrounds. Answering and said unto them, Art thou only a stranger in Jerusalem? Hast thou not seen the things which are come to pass there in these days? It's like, so are you new to Jerusalem, pal? Because you don't seem to know what's been going on. We are sad because the man who we have grown to love, Jesus Christ, has gone from us. Verse 19, Jesus, a prophet mighty in deed and word before God and all the people, how the chief priests and our rulers delivered him to be condemned to death and have crucified him. But we trusted that it had been he which should have redeemed Israel. And beside all of this, today is the third day since these things were done. Yea, and certain women... 
again, we've talked about this before. Sister Linda K. Burton talked about certain women who followed Jesus Christ, also of our company, made us astonished, which were early at the sepulcher. And when they found not his body, they came saying that they had also seen a vision of angels, two of them. John talks about two angels, which said that he was alive. And certain of them, which were with us, went to the sepulcher and found it, even so as the women had said, but him they saw not. And so these guys are just confused and they're sad. They're just not sure what's going on. Verse 25 is an interesting verse. And then he, Jesus, said unto them, O fools and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Now, with that said, I don't think Jesus is trying to be rude at all. In fact, one of the versions of the scriptures, the contemporary English version says, then Jesus asked the two disciples, why can't you understand? How can you be so slow to believe all the prophets have said? So it's not just like, you idiots. It's more of a, what can I do to help you understand that I am him? Look, this is, and again, I understand this is also confusing and new to them. And he begins to start expounding the scriptures unto them, which I think is so cool. I would love to have Jesus sit and teach me from the scriptures. Verse number 28, they drew nigh to the village, whither they went, and he made as though he would have gone further. He's almost like, I gotta go, I'm heading this direction. Verse 29 is such a cool verse, but they constrained him saying, abide with us. You know, there are hymns in our hymn book that talk about, Jesus, will you please just stay with me? Abide with me, tis eventide, abide with me. Those wonderful hymns there. Abide with us, for it is towards evening, and the day is far spent. And he went into Terry with them. He spends time with them. He breaks bread with them. Again, I love how much Jesus is associating himself with food. Maybe he's trying to teach him a lesson about resurrected beings, like I said yesterday. He's sitting at meat with them. He took bread, blessed it, break, and gave it to them. And their eyes were opened, and they knew him, and he vanished out of their sight. And then verse 32, and they said one to another, did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us? by the way. And while he opened to us the scriptures, well, there's a great little lesson there. We open the scriptures and our hearts can burn within us with what the Savior and the Holy Ghost will teach us from the scriptures. Now back to this article from Elder Geofra. One of the things he said was, we may wonder why the two disciples did not know the Savior was walking with them. Again, I mentioned that before. Yet how often do we fail to understand that he walks with us? Often we are so focused on the challenges and even the joys in our daily lives that we do not see that the Savior is by our side. We may not see how he stays with us, strives with us, works with us, and cries with us. Even in our saddest moments, if we take notice, we can feel him with us and hear his words be still and know that I am God. Now, with regards to this road to Emmaus, he said, we each have a destination to reach in this life. At times on our journey, we may face illness or we may struggle with our own weakness. We may have money problems or the challenges that come from success, wealth, and pride. As we travel our own personal road to Emmaus, we need never walk alone. We can ask the Savior to be with us. And he says, here are five simple activities that will help us draw near to him. And these are nothing brand new new. One of them is pray each day. The next one, feast on the scriptures. The third one, follow the living prophets. The fourth one, invite him to abide. Now this is pretty specific to this story here. Invite Jesus to be with you. You know, will you stay with me? Abide with me. Much has been said lately about what it means to have the Savior abide with you and to abide with him. Elder Bednar talked about this in last conference, and there's a lot that's been mentioned about that. So I would invite you to be able to study about what it means to be able to invite the Savior to abide with you. And then the last one is renew covenants regularly. And these are nothing 
brand new. They're very simple things. But as we do these things, one of the things he says is on our own road to Emmaus, the Savior lovingly invites us to come unto him and rejoice in him. As we pray each day, feast on the scriptures, follow the living prophets, invite him to abide with us and renew and honor our covenants. He will be near us. We will then come to know as the disciples on the road to Emmaus came to know that Jesus Christ is risen and that he truly lives and loves us. I testify that Jesus Christ is our Savior and Redeemer. He is eager to be with us and to guide us safely on our way. I love that message and I'm grateful for what is taught in this chapter. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.